Don't read the last page, but I stay when it's hard, or it's wrong, or we're making mistakes. I watch your midnights, but I'll be cleaning up bottles with you on New Year's Day. Taylor Swift. He's kind of crazy, she's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is divorced, the other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Oh yeah. What is up everybody? Welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ward. And this is the Silver Linings Playcast. As far as I know, it is the only podcast solely devoted to the movie Silver Linings Playbook and the book Silver Linings Playbook. No, the Silver Linings Playbook. The book. We're off to a great start in 2021, right? Okay, well, we didn't know if we were going to keep doing this, but right now I think I think it's not important. We don't need to focus on what's going on beyond where we are at the moment. 2020 wrapped up. I hope everyone had a great year. Uh, in many weird ways, I did. Thank you, everybody, for that. I um, am starting off 2021 and i think we're gonna just take a a look back at what this previous year of the silver linings playcast was there was 27 episodes that we did maybe not full episodes i cheated on a whole bunch of those yeah but um i wanted to do a really in-depth episode but i've got i've just got a lot of stuff on my mind not it's not terrible just really busy uh about to be taking care of a bunch of stuff so i don't um, but I just wanted to take a break cause I'm trying to stay up all night right now too. So that's, uh, we're, so we're definitely going to do it at least this week. And we're going to talk about the future of this podcast right now, because there's been a lot of developments about my feelings towards podcast thoughts and ideas coming up. So anyway, if you guys have been with us since the beginning, <laughs> uh, the all maybe three of y'all. That are out of there. When I'm being honest, I always joke about that nobody listens to this, but I, um, I can I can look at the metrics and I, so I, I know uh, there's anywhere between one to three, <laughs> three people listen. We have had more because when we have guests on here, guests share their episodes, and then I get all of their Facebook friends, especially if they're a person that has not been on a podcast before. Then their friends are especially excited to listen to their friend on a podcast until they hear it and they're like, really. This was the podcast you were on? Okay. So we started this. We've been doing an episode every week for the last 27 weeks. This is 28. You know what? I didn't even want to do the research to find out when it was. So, but back on episode one, I had been joking about doing this for a long time. And then the pandemic started. And then finally I got my act together. I set up my studio and I'm like, hey, it's just time. You know, I can't leave the house Nobody's going anywhere. Everybody's starting a, a podcast. I think I think the first stimulus check actually went directly to the Blue Yeti company and everybody everybody just got a Blue Yeti. Is that right? That's not what we're recording on now. We've ups, upscaled since then. But uh, yeah, we started like every single other person during this pandemic on uh, the best slash cheapest it's not the cheapest microphone, but it's the best cheap microphone you can get for podcasting. 
And that's what everybody did. So, yes, we are one of the many millions of podcasts that started this year in, 20, in last year, 2020. And you know what? I think every week we go, this is just a point of pride thing. So many people, I think, probably got their microphone and they did. They did four episodes. Good job for you. You did four, I don't know, maybe bi-weekly because you were so excited at the beginning and then you fell off. Well, no, we are, we are at 28 Try it over half a year. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so our first episode, we had been joking about it for a while, and then we finally did it, and it, it became. It was a fun episode. I, I, it was rambly. It was sort of the welcome and what we're doing, and it was it was about an hour long. All all the episodes have been about an hour long, and our first one was sort of discussing what this was going to be about. And why it could be about that. Why I thought I could sustain a podcast only talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and The Silver Linings Playbook, the book by Matthew Quick. And so then, you know, we got through it. And I think it actually, that was one of the best organic listenerships because everybody it has the novelty of being the first podcast and people are sort of like, oh, I can't believe you did it. And they turn it on listening to it for like three minutes to see what it's going to be about. Did you seriously do it on the topic you said? And I think almost seven people listened to that first episode entirely. And I did actually get some feedback. I got four followers and, um, I mean like actual subscribers on Podbean. several people listened to it and they were like that. Wow. I didn't think you could actually do that. But the first one was at least more interesting than I thought it would be when I heard what you were doing. They didn't actually say it was interesting enough to listen to and our listenership fell off really fast. So, um, but, but we did get the credit for it taking off and we're actually going to talk about that at the end of this podcast too, because there's, I think there's something interesting about the development of a podcast and the time it takes and just like TV shows or stuff like it, it was like our pilot and the pilot's always going to be different from how the rest of the show is when you get into it. But I think, I think we actually had a strong start, probably stronger than we deserved, but we'll see if it was worth it because we'll, we'll do an assessment of where we are now. So then the next week, and I think this was the natural progression because we talked about what we were going to talk about. And I, th I think it wasn't going to be just a mo uh, podcast on Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, because it was an award-winning book, fantastic book before it was a, a movie. It was a movie based on a book. It was an adapted screenplay. And so there was so much to mine there. And in fact, I think we, there's really a lot of room to go back into that too, because there's the, like the audio book, if you think about it, is a seven hour listen and the movie is two hours and there's plenty of differences between the two too. So it's, it's talking about those differences and what works in one and, and the other. We covered that, but I think there's definitely room for a lot more discussion maybe bring in experts on it or, or people that are familiar to talk about the differences too. So then episode three, we discussed the Academy Awards and I'm blanking on the year. I think it was like the 92nd or 85th or something. It was, and it was also, it was about a decade ago. I don't remember anything about it. It's been so long. This has been a long year. And we're talking about 24 weeks ago, 25 weeks ago, 26 weeks ago, technically, because I guess it would be recorded before I left. But it was, 
It was the Academy Awards Part 1, where we discussed different topics about uh, the different the different categories that Silver Linings Playbook was nominated for that year. And I had a special guest, Nick Cassano, who was uh, um, talking to me about that. And it was great because there was Tarantino movie that year. And we got to discuss Christoph Waltz, who won the, the Best Supporting Actor that year for Django Unchained. And we had just talked about him. I just fell in love with that actor last year because I had just seen Inglorious Bastards for the first time. And, and just realized, oh my goodness, this is one of the most amazing actors of our, of our time. And he and I were, were very busy working on our, our TV show scripts that we were writing at the time. We're still, still working on writing, um, stuff slowed down a little bit just because of, of Hollywood shutting down and production shutting down last year. Hopefully we'll get, get sort of back on pace like we, like we were at this point last year but we definitely slowed down. I don't think in a bad way though. I think we learned a lot. The fact was that we were writing a TV show at that point and it was very promising, but I personally had not even watched that much TV in the last five years, maybe 10. And so I was catching up. I had a lot of catching up to do that. I did not even know about, and I've actually spent probably the last two to three months like watching TV, like it's a mission, watching it, like I'm doing it for work, trying to understand what everybody else is doing, what people are buying, what are the trends, what are the genres that are working, what is successful, what is failing, who gets picked up, you know, and learning that has prepared me so much better to when we do go back to our full, full-time writing to, I think, take what we had, which was great ideas and make it more relevant and make it more sellable too, which is a huge thing because timing is such a huge part of actually getting all that stuff done. I've since written a new pilot too, which I'm very excited about because I feel like this new one has a lot. It's I'm in some ways I'm more excited about it because I think it's more doable, more makeable, more reasonable. It is practical and cheaper to make, and it's right in tune a lot more with what is being bought on the market right now. The other idea is great, and I'm so excited about it, but it's also a little more of like this reach idea too, with a little more fantasy and stuff. So there's, it ta- it'll take a bigger investment, but also it will pay off more, but it's, it's that whole thing of, if do people want more of the same? Or do they want different? They don't even know for themselves. People think they want different and then you give them two different and they reject it. And so you have to have familiarity and, and, um, something new. So we'll be excited about, uh, what, what we're going to do with some upcoming projects too. Cause I've got a whole bunch of stuff on, on the slate for, for upcoming writing projects. Okay. Episode four was part two of the Academy Awards. We actually, Nick and I recorded one and two right in order and just split it up because it was so long and I'm long-winded myself on these. So you can imagine talking about the Academy Awards. It it was a two-parter there. Episode number five 
we discussed the phrase silver linings and where it comes from, the historical relevance, what it could have meant. We discussed the title, the title of the book. It was, it was fun. I think that was the first time we really sort of got into sort of like a secondary topic talking about silver linings playbook. My, my idea was I felt like there was going to be primary topics. There was going to be things like we, we have an episode about Bradley Cooper, which was episode number 12. And then we did Jennifer Lawrence. And then there was going to be other things that weren't as primary aspects of the film. Not like talking about, Oh, there's a book about this not talking about the plot, talking about the secondary things like the, the title silver linings and doing a really deep breakdown into that. We talked about Excelsior, the, the catchphrase past mantra from, from that. And I, I wanted to mix them up too. I wasn't ever planning on going deliberately through all the primary ideas I had for episodes. And because I've been, you know, you listen to other podcasts and I think they switch it up the, you know, you might do like two weeks of boom, boom, something, something that's a primary topic. And then you, you throw in, oh, okay, this is sort of an outlier topic. We might have two regular episodes and then one about these. That's not the way things actually went at all. That's just the way I was planning on formatting it in the beginning. Okay. Episode six. We had a, another special guest, Conrad Bromberic, who was the other fellow writer and creator of the, the show that I was writing with Nick. And, and we were still, this was about the week when stuff started to really slow down. I think with our, with our writing and I don't mean stopping. I just mean, we sort of changed pace where we had been writing with the intent to produce immediately. And when stuff was sort of stopping, we realized, okay, well, let's focus on the writing we don't have to rush this off to production as soon as, as, as we thought we would. So let's make the writing better. So episode six, Conrad and I, who have been comedy partners for over a decade now, got into a, a, a deep conversation on, on writing, on where, on where writing comes from and how we do it and what we want to do with it and how we get better at it, our experiences with it. And comedy specifically, too, we broke off into stand-up comedy because we both met through stand-up comedy and sort of had had that primary intent in our career trajectories originally um, and, and how it ties in to writing scripts and, and TV shows and stuff. And we also talked about Twilight. Why? Because uh, we watch Twilight every time we go to a hotel together and we have spent a lot of time and hotels with with twilight on so the next episode we had episode seven we did a review of a review of silver linings playbook the movie that came out in the new yorker by film critic richard brody and we did part one of my responding to what i felt was a very just unfair and uncontextualized review of Silver Linings Playbook. Um, we talked about French New Wave cinema, which Mr. Brody seemed to be a big fan of, but also filter all his film reviews through the lens of, which is just not a fair thing to do, right? Um, because it's it's like trying to 
to review a Nicolas uh, Cage film by the same review standards that you might review a written play by William Shakespeare. It's just not a fair thing to do, right? Like, I personally think that Point Break is an absolute masterpiece of film. And if you were to ask G about it, uh, she will not even let me watch it in her presence. So, and I, I think that is not totally fair just because, um, cocktail is one of her favorite movies. And one, I just want to say I own the soundtrack to cocktail on cassette tape. So I'm not saying this as somebody that does not like the movie. I had not seen it. We watched it together a little while ago. It was technically the first time I'd seen it. I did purchase the soundtrack years before I saw the film. Um, all, all I'm saying is, right, I realize they're not the exact same film genre, but I feel like someone that likes cocktail could at least entertain the idea of, of the movie point break, not being a bad movie. That being said, point break is a pretty bad movie. It might be my new favorite bad movie I've ever seen. Not, not like worst movie that I enjoy. Uh, I don't enjoy it because it's so bad. It just happens to be bad, but I really enjoy it. I, I'm not sure. I just watched it the other day. It, here's the thing though. Patrick Swayze is in it and he's wonderful. And Keanu Reeves, this is one of his earliest movies. Early Keanu is Keanu as his best. Actually, he's wonderful everywhere. I think he gets a bad rap because he's an actor who has occasionally been cast in the wrong projects. I don't know about cast or, or anything, but like he, so he has, he has a certain range. And if that's what he's doing, he is fantastic at it. I think he's, he's probably been in some things that were not, just not vehicles to move him forward, but, but he's actually done even better. I mean, I think he, if, if he wasn't already a bona fide star celebrity before the matrix films, that gave, that just gave him something to, you know, just a, a blockbuster action sci-fi trilogy. Uh, once like, once you get one of those, right. Where people just rewatch those films or at least the first one sort of as like a, a sort of new classic film, a genre defining film, you know, it, it almost doesn't even matter what you do for the rest of your career, except he's done a whole bunch of really fun stuff. I think that's, that's how you have to talk about Keanu's career, right? We're not the projects he takes. He's not gunning for Academy Awards. He's gunning to make, entertaining movies and so for what he does he absolutely nails it he is a a fantastic action star one of the things i think is the most 
just sort of endearing quality to an actor is when they can take roles where they don't take themselves too seriously too. He is a guy that shows up in, in comedic roles. He seems like, I mean, everybody knows this is sort of like an online meme, nice, but it's not even a meme. It's just sort of like this online fact that he seems to be like the, the most genuinely great guy in Hollywood too. So, you know, all that stuff doesn't, doesn't hurt him. And in fact, I think it helps because you go back and you watch his early movies and you're like, oh man, you, you know, at least he was being a great guy off, off screen too. Um, I, I love that even more about him. Anyway, point break is just like the, the men's version of cocktail, even though I think cocktail might be sort of, it's, well, I was going to say it's like a unisex movie because, um, that might not even be the word like a, a, an appeal to everybody sort of, I feel like there's two halves to the film too. I feel like there's the first half where, where Tom Cruise, but I'm kidding. So we're, we are only on, uh, episode seven and eight <laughs> talking more about cocktail right now than silver linings playbook. It, but it, I feel like there's two halves to it too. Right. And the, the first half is sort of a, like a guy's film and, Oh, you got this hotshot bartender and he's doing tricks and he's being mentored by this guy. And then you get real soap opera y real fast. And I'm, I'm not saying like that that has to be a man's movie in the beginning and a women's movie in the end. Maybe what I'm saying is it's kind of one of those movies with something for, for everybody but usually when I refer to a movie with something for everybody, it, um, it's, it's because they sort of, uh, spread, spread that appeal out over the whole movie. Not so much like, Hey, we're going to make the first half of this movie geared one way and the first half geared another way. But I'm just saying there are so many, I, um, I'm not even able to drink anymore and I still try to flip bottles and cups and do crazy making drink tricks, even though I'm not a bartender. So it's been a very influential movie. I mean, like all, all the early Tom Cruise movies were some of the best Tom Cruise movies too. Um, I feel like he's had sort of an opposite trajectory from Keanu, even though he, he might be, he might've, well, I don't know. I guess like at one time he was probably, if you were, if you were grading, if there was like a numerical grade, he, he started off with a higher number and he's, he was probably like a bigger American film star at one point. And because he was so high up on the rankings of American film stars that he might be higher than, than Keanu. I don't, you know, this is actually funny to think about though, because I think, I think Keanu has had a incredibly consistent beginning of his career and, and a great second, second phase right now where he just gets better and better. So I don't know. It's, it's sort of like you're, you're starting out where, where Tom Cruise has a really high start. It doesn't matter though, because we're not ranking them. We are going through a recap of this year's last year's silver linings playcast. So that was a two parter too. 
uh, episodes seven and eight because Richard Brody's article was just so bad that we took two episodes, two hours to deconstruct it and say why he was wrong. And he's the one that works for the New Yorker. Uh, New Yorker, if you want to hire me, Silver Linings Playcast at gmail.com. All right. Or any of the other email, my, my real stuff. Nobody, I've never received one email at Silver Linings Playcast at gmail.com. You know why? Two. Well, one, because I don't know why anybody would, would email anything in. Two. Anybody that listens to this could probably just text me, tweet me, or message me in so many different ways, call. But more than that, too, there's just not a reason the time it takes to, to write an email. All right, moving on. Episode number nine. Do you, do you know what I think one of the sweetest things a person can do in the world for somebody else is? That is, well, it's not necessarily a specific act, but it is take time to do something to understand another person when, when you're not even there with them and they don't have to know, right? So around episode somewhere between seven through nine, Actually, it may have been way sooner. Um, if you if you guys know, I reference different people through this podcast all the time. And when you hear me talking about G, I've named her G. I've named her by name uh, several times. Sometimes in the past, I haven't I haven't correctly attributed her to different things. I'm I'm very sorry for that. But we are it's 2021 trying to do better in every, every respect. Right. But anyway, uh, she is one of the most wonderful women I've ever met. So cool. I, it was an understatement to say one of the, she read the silver linings playbook for, me. <laughs> uh, we not, not based on anything other than being like, Hey, I'd love to be able to talk to some, to you about something that I know that you're very passionate about. And like, no, no warning. Just one day told me that like the day before she read the book, I was super flattered. And and I was saying, so that's why I was saying that was one of the kindest things anybody has ever done as a gesture to me. I love you for that. Well, many things, but any, okay. So going into number nine, I thought, how, how cool would it be like that? I was so grateful. It, you can't even, I thought it was so sweet. You can't just make like a one for one comparison. I, you guys probably see where I'm going with this. So I read a book in the same way for her, even though it is not, it's not the kind of thing where it's like, Oh, you read something for me. This makes it even by reading something for you. I was just so sort of excited. One, uh, that I was motivated to read a book because also during episode nine, I talk about how I have not read many books in my lifetime. And two, we had been talking about our favorite books and one of her favorite books happened to be uh, a really cool choice be- because 
the the bell jar by Sylvia Plath, the very interesting fact about it is that is the book that Pat Peoples reads in the Silver Linings Playbook, the book, but it is not the book he reads in the movie where he reads Ernest Hemingway's Farewell to Arms sort of at the same plot point. <clears throat> so this is one of those secondary topics where I was super excited that I sort of had two, two things that both I could read and then have, have things that I could quote there. Also, it's sort of an amazing book. I don't have to go into all of that because that's what the episode was about. If you want to hear my thoughts on it, go back to episode nine, which is a discussion of the bell jar, how it relates to silver linings playbook and my thoughts on the book Two, the intent, the new information I'm trying to give to you now is some contextual information about why that was chosen and hopefully a cool fact you guys will understand a little more about me, the host of this, and um, have context for that episode. When also I say, get to know me a little bit better, like, pfft. again, uh, if, if you happen to be, and I'm just saying this, like I'm saying this out into the universe, if you happen to be a random listener who just miraculously found this podcast on Spotify or iHeartRadio or the Apple iTunes and listen to it ever and happen to listen to this episode. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Please reach out to me at the silver linings playbook at gmail.com. Actually, there might not be a, the. I don't know because I've never used it before, but I've just assumed so much that no <laughs> I've never gotten a random listener that, that I've really just been faking the, oh, let's move on to episode 10 because I do want to finish this up in one episode. We can't have a recap be two episodes. All right. So episode number 10 was me getting lazy for a week. And what I did was I just, I watched the first hour of silver linings playbook. And I sort of offered my audio commentary along with the audio from the film. I meant to do part two the next week and I didn't. Why? Because the next week episode 11, I had a pretty cool experience. Uh, A friend that I knew through comedy asked me if I wanted to be on his friend's podcasts. And I was sort of like, okay, I'll do it. I did not realize that that podcast was uh, Southside Steve's podcast. And if anybody is familiar with the Georgia radio market, that is, he's a big morning show host that is, has been uh, people in Georgia. No, he is. It was a bigger. Let me just say it was a bigger podcast than I expected. When when a comic talks to somebody else through through the local open mic scene about, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? We're expecting a podcast like my podcast, right? With a, with a listenership of nobody where we just ramble. He, he actually had a, a producer and we did a, a YouTube version of it and it was a lot of fun and he was a great, great host. He should be, he's been working in radio professionally for, for a couple of decades too. So that was uh, way, way cooler than I thought when, 
when I accepted an invitation to randomly be on somebody else's podcast. So episode 11 was a rebroadcast of the Yeah, Come On show that I was on on my podcast because I thought, oh, you guys can hear what a professionally recorded podcast was. Episode 12, we did a big breakdown of Bradley Cooper's career. We, we talked about it from, the, from his start and we got into it and sort of what, uh, what Silver Linings Playbook meant in terms of his career up to this point in 2020, where, where we thought he was as an actor and stuff. Episode 13, we did the same kind of breakdown for Jennifer Lawrence. And I definitely intended to go into the other actors and we'll talk about where we're going to go from there. Um, okay. We, there was a, a dark period too. episodes 14 through 16 did not really exist. If you look for them, they're anywhere from five minutes to 30 seconds where I basically checked in. I put something up, but there was not a lot of content and you know what? I'm, Pretty surprised there's any more content than that. But I think we actually came back from Stronger anyway. Episode 17, I was still not making content, but I decided to rebroadcast a podcast that I was on, the Conrad Bromberic Show with Conrad Bromberic that we recorded a long time ago. That was basically the equivalent of me being on his podcast, similar to back like on episode six, where he was on my podcast, we sort of had the other half of that conversation. He led the conversation on his podcast about same things. It was a little more stand up focused than writing focused because it was recorded a number of years ago before we uh, started our, our writing projects. And we were, we were deep into stand up comedy and had not really decided or, or, not had the opportunity to make writing such a serious career path as we have tried to at this point. So who knows what the next time Conrad and I talk on a podcast will be. Maybe we'll have both joined the space force at that point or who knows. Anyway, uh, episode 18, one last, not an episode episode 19. So this is when I was transitioning into getting back into full episodes. Uh, episode 19, I, Started off feeling like I wasn't able to do a whole a whole podcast, but we ended up doing like basically half an episode where I, I talked about the other podcasts that I listened to. Um, I, I've traveled a lot over the last decade, spent a lot of time listening to other podcasts. Episode 20 was a, a big surprise. This is when I, and when I talk about how I've like really been trying to watch a lot of movies and TV specifically over the last couple months. Uh, episode 20 was an inspiration where HBO max had added beasts of the Southern wild, which I got really excited about because that was one of the few movies that, uh, that kept coming up when we talked about the Academy Awards back in episodes three and four. And I had no recollection of it, no memory of it and didn't remember it, but it, it, you know, it got nominated for the Academy Awards. So I was like, it's gotta be at least good enough. Right. Watched it. Still think it's one of the most amazing movies I've seen it recently. Um, I don't know. I, I'll have to digest it, probably watch it again at some point, but it was, it was just everything a movie should be. And I still have good memories of watching it. Episode 21 was when we really got back into like 
doing full episodes. And the first topic, of course, was, is Silver Linings Playbook a good depression movie? Because during that break, when I was not doing episodes, it would have been at the perfect time to watch Silver Linings Playbook again, to brush up on it, but I did not. And so I talked about some of the other things that could have uh, watched during that period. And I actually, I guess I talked about whether Silver Linings Playbook was a good movie, whether that was a good choice or not. Episode 22 talked about my list of the best TV and movie couples. Now I, we're getting pretty recent. That's only a couple months ago. So I, you know, I feel like I don't need to go too deep into, into those things. Um, you know, it was inspired because I had just finished watching better call Saul and I was really excited about the, uh, um, Jimmy McGill and Kim Wexler, the way those characters were written together. I love the, the depiction of their relationship. And so I sort of wanted to make my own list with my own little spin. If you guys listen to the episode, you know, it was not, it was not about like who are the quintessential media couples, perfect couples, fairy tales, story couples. What did I think were interesting, realistic and unique depictions of couples on those, on those mediums? So not a, uh, let's see, 23, episode 23. Okay. That was, that was a week we did another, not an episode, but it was not based on not being able to do any work that it was actually the opposite. I was super busy and really didn't have time. I like to put in a little effort. You might not be able to tell, but I do actually try to think about what I'm going to say instead of just get on here and ramble. And, and sometimes we do better than that. Than others. But after that, I got into a stretch of some of my favorite episodes where I think this podcast really became what I sort of always wanted it to be. Uh, and I was putting in the time to develop the episodes. Like I said, what I, the way I'd like to every week, if this becomes a thing, the, the episode we had after that episode 24. Okay. Wait, not quite yet. Well, uh, episode 24 was another filler week. Uh, they've all been filler weeks, right? This podcasting is a filler activity until you go viral and get paid or start a Patreon, which I have no intention of doing. Why? One, cause this is just fun. I, uh, I'm not trying to make a job out of it. I, that would take away the fun. However, if you're, you are interested in sponsoring this, I have no morals and will sell out completely and you can send sponsorship opportunities to silver linings, but I'm just kidding. I don't. In fact, you know what? Don't, don't email me. I'm going to close down that email. If you want to talk to me, you probably know who I am and can get it. Okay. So we did, uh, what I watch and listen to besides SLP. And I talked about some of my other favorite movies, and TV shows, stuff like that, that I watch instead of SLP. Number 25, this is, this is what I was talking about when I uh, sort of, wait, I guess I'm, I'm, my memory is fleeting. Maybe I kind of did 24 is what I was talking about when I got started. Uh, 25 was one of my favorite episodes. It's entitled, what is love? And we did, um, a real 
you know, I've, I'm saying it too many times on this show, but uh, sort of a deep dive investigation into were Pat and Tiffany soulmates. And we, there's a lot of philosophical analysis. Um, we talked about what love is. Talked a, a lot about like, and I mean, big concept too. We talked about different definitions of it, different cultures and historical contexts. We talked about uh, Greek definitions and like, so actually like philosophies of what is love. And I really love that episode because that is the, um, if this podcast was going to be worth anything, be interesting and be worth listening to. I think that's the kind of information and the level of research that should go into an episode. So I guess out of 28 episodes, uh, we did good once, right? <laughs> okay. Episode number 26 was top Christmas movies and silver linings playbook being a Christmas movie. We talked about that. Uh, episode 27, what are the best background movies, fall asleep movies, and is Silver Linings Playbook fall into either of those categories? I'm not going into the depth too much about those because they were the last two weeks. So it would be ridiculous to really have to recap something that if you listen to this, you probably heard those because there's nobody picking up a podcast in one in this week. Not, not this one anyway. So that's what we did last year on the podcast. And let me tell you, I'm sort of amazed constantly that we made it that far, but it was a lot of fun too. I have had debates with myself about whether this podcast would go on. Uh, some of those being good reasons, some of them being bad, part of them being, has the joke seen its, its, you know, conclusion. Um, I don't think I ever meant it as a joke. Like I, I meant jokes when I, when I said I was going to start it, but when I did start it, there's genuine interest, genuine interest in doing this for what it is too. Um, so some of my, some of my thoughts have been like, you know, should I just not do it because it, it, it takes more time that I could be spending on something more productive when I'm doing this. And it, it's clearly, it's not even meant to be anything. Um, there's some in that it doesn't serve all the purposes that I want. However, uh, there, there's also the reasons of like, I, I do like podcasting, but there is part of me that would be very interested and podcasting on different subjects too. You can see how many of these episodes that I did where I was really just trying to find an excuse or a way into talking about different movies and TV shows. I really like talking about that kind of stuff and really committing to only doing episodes about Silver Linings Playbook if that's the thing I ever get back to. Like basically the primary topics like Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Um, as much as I like having produced podcasts about those topics, I'm not as excited weekly going into like, Oh, I can't wait to make an episode this week about silver linings playbook. It's not that I don't have, have ideas about, uh, other topics that I definitely want to hit on it. 
it's just one of those where anybody who's a creative who does things like uh, make music, paint, right? You know, you usually start a whole bunch of different projects and you go through different phases where you're like, oh, I'm very excited about working on this one. Oh, I'm very excited about working on that one. And the most successful projects are the ones that you're able to see through even those weeks that you were not um, as enthusiastic, but, but your enthusiasm sort of exists over, over the lifespan of the whole project. And so that's part, partially where we're going through the continuity uh, on, on this one, where, where I keep putting out episodes. Because here's the thing, I really, you know, I'll go through time, um, like I said, episode 25, super enjoyed making that episode and i personally think that episode is a really good episode and we were hitting that stride uh five six months after after we started this and i would have never created that if i hadn't made it through all those weeks if i hadn't if i hadn't even taken the time to put a 30 second hey i'm here we're not doing an episode that week every week that didn't happen wouldn't have happened it would have made it that much harder to go back. So who knows, maybe, maybe a podcast could become a a really decent project at some point because it has the continuity. And I have, have put in the consistency to this point. It is a thing I'm not ready to give up quite yet, even though we're having some, some identity searches right now about what we want to be. So there might be a rebranding, too. And I think there's totally room for that. Uh, the, the last couple of weeks, G and I have started listening to podcasts together. Um, if this hasn't been made clear in any of the previous episodes, uh, I, I, I do talk about her, but one of the difficulties is we do not live in the same state <laughs> at all. Uh, I wish we did. And that might change very soon. But um, that is discussion for another time as well. But uh, there's definitely some stuff in the works um, and career change things going on too. Um, I'm thinking about, uh, well, okay, let's get back to the podcast for a second because the reason I brought that up was because we have been listening jointly to podcasts. Is, uh, and this is a great recommendation for one, I mean, this is, this is technology that I, that I became more aware of because, uh, because of the pandemic, like people started party watching different streaming services, but then she taught me about, uh, Spotify, which, which we were on, which you, you might know that, uh, if you're listening to this since we're on Spotify, (laughs) but, uh, we've been, so we've been listening to podcasts together. And what the, the one that, uh, she started us on what is called the last podcast on the left. And so this is an interesting podcast. If you guys listen to podcasts, you might be familiar with this because it is not a small podcast at all. They're very successful. And I do want to say they're, they're very good at what they do. Um, it's very interesting. Because I th- I think we both found we we talked about they they range, right? Uh, the first episode she found she loved it, shared it with me. I listened to it and I was like, this is pretty cool. 
Um, if you're not familiar, it is, it is three guys. And, uh, I believe two of them are comedians and one of them is a radio host. I know one of them is a comedian at least, but they all, I mean, and so they're all, um, very good at the format of podcasting. And it's sort of almost like a morning talk show format, but they are talking about sort of the dark side of, of life. They talk about paranormal things, ghosts, uh, cryptozoology, serial killers, um, horror and, and other things like that. Right. So really like the themes of it. Some of the episodes uh, are two, two, two morning talk show host for me. And then other ones are, are the perfect balance. Also, even just today, uh, I, I had noted that it's like, I think, I think because after you listen to, to people multiple times, if, if you like them enough, then you sort of like get to feel like you know them through these formats. And then so, so some of those things that that were annoying become less annoying or become endearing or stuff. And, and you start to like them more. Uh, so there's, there's definitely an element of them growing on me to the point where it's like, I find them much more tolerable for, for some things. And yet then there's other aspects and, and the thing that I'm confused about is I can't quite put my finger on what it is that makes it not the perfect podcast. I do enjoy it. It's great. It's, it's just not the, the be all end all of podcast for some quite reason, some, some reasons. Um, and so one of, one of my theories was that maybe it was because they've, they've been around for a while years. They're, I think they're in their 490s of episodes now. Um, and so I was wondering, like, maybe we listened to one of the first episodes, which I think was, you know, in the four, 30s or 40s. So there's literally been years in between some of the latest ones we've listened to and the earliest ones. And then there's definitely evolutions to podcasts over time. And so part of me was speculating, maybe it's just the format that I either liked what, how they used to be more, or I like how they are now more or, but also their topics kind of range too. Like, I think they approach uh, serial killer episodes sort of differently than they approach uh, ghost story episodes differently from how they pro- uh, produce conspiracy theory episodes. Um, and I tend to like the serial killer episodes best because uh there's uh, i think well when you look at it right like a serial killer documentary has a lot more um really just finite and confirmed information that you can research usually where if you go for a more abstract 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 subject like a haunting story you're going to have more, more secondary accounts and vague hearsay information, which, which can be very interesting, but can often limit the scope of how much you have to talk about directly from, from the source. 
And that's one of the things I've been very interested in is is the evolution of podcast formats. A lot of times, like I, I touched on earlier and I said we were going to talk about this, right? That the pilot of a TV show will often be very different from what happens when a TV show really hits its stride or something, which can be mere episodes or even seasons later. There's definitely shows where it's like they hung on long enough and then boom, they really found out what they really were going to be. And I, I'm feeling like I sort of felt elements of that in my episode 25, what is love episode, uh, also 27 and episode 24 starting at, so basically episode 21 through 27, I feel are very different from episodes one through five. And it's sort of like, Oh, we're creating something that is not what was promised in the early episodes. But I like that. I like that we've grown. I've liked that we've developed and, and learned and practiced and, and you see a format start to emerge. And so I'm thinking like, Oh, should we become a different topic podcast? And that would not be totally, um, you know, unique to do. There's definitely, a, if, if we did that, there, we're definitely going to hit on some more Silver Linux playbook topics too. If we do this, a change before, because I want to do some more like the way we did Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence with, uh, you have to do Robert De Niro would want to do Jackie Weaver and Chris Tucker episodes. Maybe all of those. Um, I've thought about some more sort of relationship topics to, to put a, a filter on the silver linings playbook through talking about, um, like love languages, uh, talking about, um, X's and nexts. uh, I want to go through the rest of Nikki's summer reading books, actually have an episode on Hemingway's a farewell to arms. want to talk about the music and cinematography of silver linings playbook, right? So one of the podcasts that I, I, was introduced to by Nick Casano, who was our guest back on episodes three and four, I think, um, was called blank check. That's a podcast with the hosts Griffin and David who, uh, have a great film podcast, really enjoy it. Each episode is, is a really well-researched, uh, commentary on a different film. And they, they do a run of episodes, um, they pick their movies by director, meaning that they will go through several episodes discussing the different works of a director and then move on to a different director for their episodes. Why I think this podcast is so interesting. He introduced it to me. And when he first told me about this, this show called blank check, he said, it is a podcast that is solely about star Wars episode one, the phantom menace. And, that was not where I got the idea to do a whole podcast about a single movie, but they, so they, they did, but I started listening to it cause I was like, I just want to see how, how these people could possibly do uh, a podcast that long. Cause they've been around for a couple of years for a number of years um, on a single movie. And they really do um, a lot better than I do. Even though I feel like they have a harder, I don't actually, I don't know. That would be an interesting topic is, is taking a movie like star Wars episode one, the phantom menace, which is the only one of those movies I've seen 
too, which is another thing that made it, uh, something that I was actually kind of interested in about, um, cause I, I saw it. Is it easier to do an extended podcast series on a movie like the Phantom Menace or Silver Linings Playbook? I think there, there is a case for both of those scenarios, but they do, they do a great job. And I think they go on for about a year, maybe a little over a year talking only about the Phantom Menace. And then, then their podcast developed into what it is now, where they talk about all sorts of different movies. And so I've thought, I've thought about that too, whether, whether we, we stop and start this podcast or we transition this podcast into a brand new podcast, or we just keep going with this podcast and maybe I pick up doing a different one too, or maybe there's a lot of different options. We're thinking a lot about those. Um, I'd actually really love to, um, if I can convince, uh, G to be my co-host, we watch a lot of TV together and I like talking about TV with her because we have, we, we have similar tastes in a sense of, you can say there is tastes we have that are similar. And then we have the rest of our tastes, which apparently are very different. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think that's a little one side cause I love everything she loves, but, uh, just because she loves it, but it is clear that not everything I love is beloved and that's okay because I, I don't need it to be. I'm perfectly confident in liking point break myself. I love a Boston accent in a movie. I know it's not everybody's thing, right? Um, but if, uh, if we could get her to be a co-host about a, and, and I'm feeling very strong. There's a number of subjects we could, we could co-host a podcast on. Um, but I think it would be a great start to, to just talk about TV. Cause uh, we've also talked about like what makes up a good com. uh, what makes a good podcast, right? So we listened to the the last podcast on the left and we've been searching for other podcasts. There's billions of them. And so many of them are terrible. I do I do want to give a shout out to my other favorite podcast. This is this is like the point break of I love it. I don't think she does. The Stab Wounds podcast with Bruce Pretty. If you like scary stories that will curl your toes and make you scared, check out Stab Wounds with Bruce Pretty, who reads user-submitted short fiction horror stories that are 500 words or less. I'm sure you can follow him on all. Uh, I love that podcast. Can't listen to it. It's, it's the point break of podcasts. However, I'm so impressed that he has a better podcast than I do. It's a great concept. I love it. It, it, you know what? I'm not even being fair. I can't, I feel like I'm, I sound like I'm mocking it and I'm not. I'm just jealous. I'm jealous of the step. So anyway, there's different formats and I, li- I, I have different podcasts that I listen to 
when I'm in different moods, when I'm driving sometimes, sometimes I'll, I'll sort of zone out and I really like a single narrator who does like documentary style podcasts that just have a lot of well-researched information like the, the lore podcast. I've listened to that a little bit. Sometimes I want a story. That's when I listen to the myths and legends podcasts. Uh, primarily I like multiple host podcasts. It's, it's always sort of intimidating. It has to be really good for me to just listen to one person talking by themselves, which is why I have never listened to the silver linings playcast. That one is terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've, I've been looking, if any of you one happen to be listening and know of a great podcast with what we're looking for is, uh, it's got, there's gotta be a certain level of energy. It can't be like what I do about a single person just narrating unless they're very, very good. Um, probably something that, that, that has to do with the same subject matter from the last podcast on the left, something that, that covers, uh, cryptozoology, uh, paranoia things, hauntings, serial killers, that kind of thing. I've looked into what is better having multiple male hosts, multiple female hosts. Uh, I, I hold out the theory that I feel like the ideal podcast might have a mix. Ultimately, I think the more important pod breakdown though would be, I, I like the discussions between when somebody is an expert on a subject and when somebody might sort of lead the hosting side, like they know how to develop the conversation to get the person who is sort of the fact person, um, to coax them into a fluid organic conversation where good information comes out, but you also have this perspective of the person that does not know that information and them sort of asking and saying the things that leads the knowledgeable person to say their information makes it sound a lot more conversational and a less like lecture if, if they can do it very fluidly. So if you have any suggestions on podcasts that, that, um, might fulfill that listening requirement, I'd be very interested to know because we'd like to, to listen to something like that, especially, and, and if they happen to cover, the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. That would be a fantastic topic to listen about. So that I think is a sufficient recap of our episodes from last year and our potential plans for going forward. You'll, uh, you'll be able to find out. Um, you will know as soon as I know, because until I decide to officially stop doing this, change this, or keep going. We will be here every Thursday, releasing basically recording on Wednesday night and releasing on Thursday in the wee wee hours of the morning. Guys, thank you so much for listening to whatever of the one through episode 27 of the episodes we've had so far. I hope you have a wonderful 2021. I'm not big into the whole sort of symbology of old year, new year, bad year, something. Uh, just make every day a day. 
I mean, that's, that's the whole thing about Silver Linings Playbook, right? Pat says that the world will break your heart a million ways to Sunday, but you just, you got to exist. You got to be in the moment, appreciate things, be good, be happy, love people, and you might get, get your shot at a silver lining. So we will see you uh, through the rest of this episode's outro. Hope you guys have a great 2021. And no matter how the, the uh, dice rolls, the wheel turns, the page flips, we will be seeing you down the road and Excelsior. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is divorced. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Oh yeah.